Good evening, Mayor Rabbi We are here in Perik Dalad of Sharavidis Lakim and Chavis And he introduced us to three categories when it comes to doing things in our life and how it pertains to doing things for Kaddish Baruch Hu. One of them is at Sivui, things that we are commanded to do. Basically, the mitzvahs that we're commanded to do. And that was divided into mitzvahs halavavais, things that are just in our thoughts, how we react, how we think about things. And there was a whole list over there. And then there was mitzvahs that are both levavais and avarim, things that, that require action, but obviously thought as well. Those are the mitzvahs. Then we had the azharis. The second category was azharis prohibitions. Prohibitions, things we're not allowed to do. And then also there were things we're not allowed to do just in thought. And then there are things we're not allowed to do in action. And now we get to a third, most interesting category. And that is vehamutr. Things that seem to be not a mitzvah, not an avera. You don't have to do it, but you're allowed to do it. How could that be? What, what, where is this category? Where does this fit in? So let's see. Says the Chavis even things that are within the realm of permissibility, the allowance of the person deciding if he wants to do, how much he wants to do, says the Chavis it's not so simple. It's not as open-ended as that. It's It can be divided up into three different categories. This day hasipuk, the required amount, the haribui, doing excess amount that's needed, the hakitsur, and doing less than than that's needed. Okay, now ready. It's starting to fit into different boxes. The day hasipuku, you know, there's these are things that are going to be not per se, a mitzvah per se. For example, eating. Obviously, there is a uh, there is a commandment in the Torah that you have to take care of yourself. You can't put yourself in harm and jeopardy. But in terms of eating, when I decide to eat during the day and how much will I eat, so is that a mitzvah? Says the Chavetz that really fits into this third category of what's permissible, but. In the end of the day, we're going to see the one who gets it right, the right balance, it's going to be a mitzvah. And if we don't do the right balance, it's going to fall on the side of Avera. But it's still, it's not something that we, we look into the Torah and say, oh, you have to keep Shabbos. It's also to think about any other power but HaKadosh Baruch Hu. You have to daven, you have to fast, you have to give tzedakah, you have to put on tzitzis, you have to take a lulav, those are clear mitzvahs that everyone has to do. There's prohibitions. You can't be a Balgaiva. You can't swear falsely. And just to name some of the things that he listed for us. But then there's an area of eating breakfast in the morning. Yes, a person has to make sure that he survives, but eating breakfast, is that a mitzvah to eat breakfast? So the Chavaz says, let's talk about that. Things that will be done in the right measure, the right amount, the necessary amount, is mashi. What a person cannot do 
without that. Okay, what a person can't do without that, that will be considered in the acceptable realm. Things that pertain to his physical body and his well-being. For example, eating. Eating, a person has to eat, has to drink. If he eats the right amount, drinks the right amount, then that is meritorious. That's correct. He has to clothe himself. Obviously, he has to protect himself from the elements. He has to dress in a way that's sanua, that's that's proper and modest. He has to have a roof overhead. He has to talk. He has to speak to people. He has to interact with people. So, mashut love in all these categories of eating and clothing oneself and a place where he has to live and speaking, mashut yonov, whatever he needs to get his affairs in order, certainly when it comes to doing business and making money that he has to, that's all in the realm of permissible and the right thing to do. It's correct. And we'll see, he's going to say that's actually going to end up being a mitzvah. But it's not, a, it's not an exact mitzvah that we could check the box. Oh, this is what the Torah says every person has to do. Every person has to put on tefillin and keep Shabbos for those that it pertains to. But here, how much he has to eat, it's not one size fits all. How big his house has to be, it's not one size fits all. How fancy the clothing should be. It's not the same for all. And that's why this is reserved to its own category. So they see book, what's necessary, what's required. That's the right thing to do. In areas of, <coughs> of eating and dressing and places to live and speech. Keep that in mind. That's a good thing, Davon HaMelech says. It's a person who's a good and it's appropriate, but that he doles out and he sustains himself with words, in the right measure, in what he needs. Mishpat, what he needs to do, what he needs to happen. Then there's a second category within the realm of Mutter, which is too much. A person extends himself too much. There is riboy, there is excess in what he really needs. And that's Shuhu riboy. Vuhu. Avor gavul deyasipuk elatoysefes. That really passes over the boundary of what's necessary, what's needed, and gets into the realm of toysefes, of excess, of extra. Asherit tzerich boladam, that the person doesn't really need. Kimoi. A great example, says the Rebbe Zavavis, is excess amount of food or drink. Does a person need everything that he stuffs into his mouth? Does he really need it? Can't put that in the category of necessary to sustain himself, to, to keep himself healthy and alive. This is way in excess. Does he have to have two portions of dessert? Right? Does he have to have this fancy drink? This is an excess. Now, he didn't tell us about what, this, what his opinion about this category is. We're just defining the category. Says the Chavos of Avos, 
We have many psukim, some in the Torah, some in Mishlei by Shlei warning us that when we get over the boundary of what's necessity to the boundary of excess, then we have to be careful. And even if it's not an Avera per se, even if that particular engaging in the excess is not considered a sinful act, a person has to be careful. He's treading on thin ice. He's a little bit too close to the edge. That's where we're being warned. Once he's in the realm of excess, then he has to start thinking, he has to start questioning himself. Where could this lead me? This excess, is this going to bring me to a good place or not? And he brings some psukim over here by him, and he says, like the Pasuk says in Mishle, don't be with those groups that just drink to their heart's content. They just stuff themselves with meat. If we go to a different area, one that he brought before as well, dressing, clothing ourselves, that too could be an excess. Or or an expansion of one's living quarters, expansion of one's home, for no reason. It's not tight, it's not too uncomfortable. It's not like he needs more room for his family. He just wants to have a more expansive place. He wants to have just more place to live. Does he need, does he need that? Does a person have to have a bowling alley in his basement? Does he, does he have to have an Olympic-sized pool in his house? All of these things. For some of us, I think for most of us, that sounds extreme. Some people may say, that's quite normal in, in, in my circles. But Chavis Zavav is saying a person has to really take a good, hard look at himself. And be honest. Is this necessary? Is this day seat book? Is this what he needs? What, needs for what? Well, let's see, what are we talking about? We're talking about here, Shara Vaidis Alikim. Does he need this food? Does he need this these clothing? Does he need this type of place to live in order to enable him to serve Hashem properly? For him to be Mekayim the mitzvahs, to fulfill mitzvahs. For him to be able to keep Shabbos properly, to do the mitzvahs properly. Perhaps he's a person who knows that he has the ability to host a lot of guests Certainly people who need suudas, need meals, okay? So for him, it's necessary to expand his house to be able to then bring in more people. So that's actually providing him more ability to do Avedis Hashem. So in that case, he needed it that because it was too small. He needed that. And for such a person, he's going to need buy, to buy more food. Yeah? That all will go into this understanding. But in when a person gets too much, he has to be careful. That's really the point. Once a person gets into the once he gets into things that are extra, not necessity, but luxury, excess, then he can't be sure. He cannot be confident that he won't stumble into maybe some sort of Avera. Even excess talking. Shleim HaMelech says, if you talk too much, it may come to some sort of sin. 
a person's words are measured. He talks what he needs to talk. But if a person just lets it loose, he has a quick tongue and he just talks whatever he wants to without any limitations, so Mamelech says eventually he's going to say the wrong thing. He's going to say something that's harmful to somebody. He may speak words of Lashon Hara, of slander. He may talk things that will embarrass somebody else. He may talk things that will disclose information that others don't want him to disclose. So we see when it comes to excess in things, it can lead to sin. If a person is engages in conjugation too much, like the Pesach says, too much, he'll end up spending all his money on not kosher things. Don't give your power to women. Even a king who is allowed to have more wives than the regular common person, still the Torah warns him. Why? Because it could lead to sinful things. Or to put in an effort and just to acquire possessions. Consumerism. And this is also a, we've mentioned this in the past, a, a test, a very challenge, strong challenge in our generation because we're bombarded by so much marketing of things that you need this, you need this, you need this, and it's so easy to obtain, it's so quick to get. Do we really need it? Do we really need every single thing that we put in our cart? Hishtadlus, the effort in Reva Kinyan, in just an immense amount of possessions, the kibbutz amomono, to try to just build up wealth. Ubon Amra, there it says, Altigala Ashir, mi binosro chadol. Don't put in so much effort to try to become the next Rockefeller. Don't be put in such effort to be such a wealthy person. Vomar Bamelech, we see again, even a king who certainly should be wealthier than the rest of his subjects. But even him, the there's a cap we put even on a king. There's a certain amount, there's even a certain amount of surplus. The Gemara tells us, it's an Edrin, that a king is allowed to have. He may have to have a bigger army, he may have to provide for them. But even the, the king himself, there's a ceiling, there's a limit we cap him off at a certain amount because too much wealth will only lead to sin. So these things that we're talking about, both things that pertain to a person's physical being and his pleasures, the reason why excess amount of these things, even though you can't say it's an Avera. You know, did he have an Avera because he made his he made a palace for himself? What Avera is that? Is it an Avera because he wears the most expensive clothing? Is that an Avera? Where does the Torah say it's forbidden? It's not Shatnis, the, the beggar that doesn't have wool and linen, right? Because he dines out every night. Does the Torah say you're not allowed to dine out every night? No. But we see many psukim that it could lead to sin. So that's this area which is really in the realm of permissibility. It's mutter. It's mutter. Not saying it's a mitzvah to do that. Not to do that. When it's the right amount, when it's the right measure, then it's proper. When it's too much, when it's excess, then it could lead to bad things.
We'll hold it here and we'll continue with Shem tomorrow night. Good night.